everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Wednesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am excellent. What's going on on the Disney Parks blog? You're going to jump right into it, huh? Yeah, I have no time for chit-chats. Really? Really? Yes. All right. Okay. Um, there's a feature on some of the new ears that they have for 2024. Now, I don't know if they were all released in 2024 or if these are just the ones that they think are going to be um, the hot ticket. These are listed as the favorites of the year so far. So far. I mean, we're only like what, not even a month in. I know. And we've got 12 sets of... Uh, 11 sets of ears. 11 sets of ears. All right. So the first one is the Minnie Mouse uh, Peach Punch Ear Headband. Um, those are just peach colored. It looks like they're leathery with a, uh, sequin peach color bow. Then there is the Lunar New Year Minnie Mouse Ear Headband. That's right. Celebrating the Year of the Dragon. Right. Those have sequin red ears and a satin, uh, bow embellished with some, uh, gold designs. Chinese characters. Thank you. Uh, the Baymax S'more Disney Munchlings plush uh, ear headband. We actually saw these. Isabel was like, what are what are those? Um, so there's just little like white marshmallow guys on either side wearing uh, brown hats that I think are supposed to be graham cracker colored and a graham cracker and chocolate colored uh, puffy bow in the well, middle. Well, they're, they're little marshmallow Baymaxes. So you're melting him to make a s'more. Yeah. Which is kind of sad. Uh, yeah, I don't really, I don't really get that one. Uh, no, that's not the Baymax one. Oh, they're both Baymax. Baymax. Yeah, All right, then Baymax the next years. Baymax one, um, that one has, it's made sort of leathery. One side has his eyes. The other side has a couple of Band-Aids. And in the middle is... Um, Mochi the cat. Mochi the cat. Thank you. Uh, and then the Minnie Mouse Play in the Park ear headband. Tony talked about this collection uh, the other day. It's got different rides from around the various parks. Uh, so that's in that pattern. The Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas ear headband. Um, that is uh, sort of leathery again, and it has some celestial and Jack Skellington designs on it. With and some a, tarot cards. Oh, is that what's on the? I yeah, the tarot cards are in the middle. They that's going to be very popular. Well, Jack I, Skellington is is always very popular. I think you're right. And then the 2024 Mickey Mouse ear headband. That is the collection that we talked about yesterday. The neon colors. Um, and then there's a Frozen uh, Anna ear headband. I've seen that one before. Um, and the Evil Queen ear headband, which I think will also be popular. A stitch ear headband. Um, you know, cute. It's got stitches all over it and then one stitch in the middle of the bow. And a Grugu ear headband, which, I don't know. That one's not That's for right. me. rather plain. It is plain. They don't even show it on a person's head, whereas every other photo was right. Uh, maybe uh, that's ears on somebody's head. Maybe that's what's taking away from it for me. Right. So uh, that was the longest three minutes ever. It seems like. Don't be fresh. <laughs> so there's some exciting new things happening at the downtown Disney district at Disneyland. Yeah, there's a lot of restaurant news going on down there right now. Uh, the first thing is the first look at the Parkside Market. Uh, Parkside Market is a new eatery going in, and we have the artist concept available to us now. And what's interesting about this restaurant is it's actually a collection of four culinary concepts from the uh, Levy restaurant chain, but they're all going to be under one roof. So Parkside Market is going to combine Soul Sister, which is a fast, casual, modern eatery that has a Korean-based uh, menu. Think uh, Bibimbap. Uh, then there is a restaurant called Sip and Sonder. They have lattes, fresh treats, frozen drinks, and Caribbean-inspired bites. 
Gigi's Chicken Shop, which has chicken salads, chicken sandwiches, and classic dinner table sides. And then a second-story bar with a uh, great views of the district where you can have craft cocktails and mocktails and appetizers. So that is coming at Parkside Market. No date on when it's going to open, uh, but it is, uh, you know, it is under the, on the drawing board right now. All right. Uh, and then big news, if you're an Earl of Sandwich fan, and who isn't? Right. Uh, we actually had lunch there when we were at Disney Springs last week. And uh, they're going to be bringing a two-story location to the downtown Disney district. Uh, they do have a temporary Earl of Sandwich uh, pop-up shop that's going to be opening at the Star Wars, uh, well, near the Star Wars trading post. So you'll be able to uh, eat there soon in the, either the pop-up shop and then eventually at their new restaurant. Earl of Sandwich did have a location in the downtown Disney district earlier, but they gave up that spot to make way for the Porto's Bakery uh, that is coming soon. All right. Then there's also some new news on the uh, center of the district where they, where they are getting three new restaurants, Paseo, Centrico, and a new restaurant was announced, Tiendita. These uh, menus are created by Michelin chef Carlos Gaetan. Uh, the Paseo upstairs dining room uh, and the first floor Centrico courtyard will offer up, upscale Mexican cuisine and tequila-based cocktails, while Tiendita next door will offer uh, chef Gaetan's Mexican heritage flavors on the go with quick service Mexican food. All right. And it's not all about food at the downtown Disney district. Of course, it is about uh, entertainment as well. Mm -hmm. So there is going to be a new downtown Disney live stage and lawn that is being put in uh, to the area. So just to bring in a little bit of ambiance, I, I think when we were there last, uh, which was way back in 2019, uh, the stage looked rather temporary. Mm -hmm. it, it, it had no, it had no personality. Right. Uh, this new stage, uh, I believe these are real they pictures. Like, they do look like real uh, pictures. They are not artists' renderings, uh, but there's a nice grassy area in front of it. The, the stage has a little bit of a, maybe a 50s or 60s feel to it. Yeah. Uh, as far as architectural design goes. Uh, it looks like a nice little venue, nice little place you could bring a blanket and uh, sit with 70,000 of your I was going to say, fans. I don't know if you're going to fit sitting. No. There is another foodie guide. This one is for um, Black History Month for uh, Soulfully, Celebrate Soulfully. That's right. Celebrate Soulfully festivities uh, will be kicking off in both Disneyland and Disney World uh, throughout the month of February. Uh, they also have a section in the blog called Cooking with Soul that has more ways to celebrate. Um, but there are all sorts of dishes, uh, sweet potato fries, poutine at the Disneyland Hotel. There's going to be a sweet potato lunchbox tart at Woody's Lunchbox, banana pudding at the Regal Eagle Smokehouse Craft Drafts and Barbecue. That is the longest name ever. Um, and we've got a bunch of other stuff. We've got a berry beignet coming to Disney's Port Orleans restaurant throughout the month of February. Oh, nice. We've got some banana pudding cheesecakes. We've got a soulful Sunday pork uh, pork cutlet coming to Saratoga Springs. Country fried pork steak with herbed gravy. Yeah, that, uh, that does sound good. Yum. So all sorts of soulful uh, eats coming through the month of February. There's always something special, so you got to be on the lookout for special menu items no matter what time of the year you go. Exactly. Do you remember the good old days when uh, the quick service restaurants were all pretty much just like a hamburger, hot dog, and chicken sandwich? Disney's very proud that they got they away do. from that. They have varied their their menus greatly, yep. and, and not many restaurants serve the same anymore. No, sometimes you have to work to find a place that has chicken fingers. You do. That's all the news from the Disney Parks blog, so let's head on over to Disneyland. Disneyland After Dark Sweethearts Night took place um, 
well, I guess we're going to say yesterday. And uh, now we know who some of the characters are that you can expect to see. That's right. Disneyland After Dark, a separate hard-ticketed event at Disneyland. Since it is uh, Sweethearts-themed, uh, Sweethearts Night, uh, most of the groups are couples, uh, yeah. the characters that are meeting. So there's a Royal Ball, Cinderella and Prince Charming, Jasmine and Aladdin, Aurora and Prince Philip, Rapunzel and Flynn Rider, Drizella, Anastasia, and Lady Tremaine, the Grand Duke, and the Fairy Godmother. Over on Main Street USA, we have Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse, Daisy Duck and Donald Duck, Mary Poppins and Bert, Critter Country, Big Al. All by himself. Nobody All wants himself. to That's date Big Al. That's why he's sad. Uh, Judy Hopps and Nick Wilde. Over in Fantasyland, we have Ariel and Prince Eric, Belle the Beast and Gaston. <laughs> Love Triangle. Esmeralda and uh, Phoebus, Flick and Ada. Well, you don't see Flick and Ada that no. often from A Bug's Life. Uh, Mulan and Shang, Peter Pan and Wendy, Snow White and the Prince. At New Orleans Square, the rarely seen Clarabelle Cow and Horace Horsecollar, Princess Tiana and Prince Naveen. In Tomorrowland, the space couple. I don't know what that is. <laughs> uh, Mickey's Toontown has Chip Dale and Clarice. Adventureland, you can meet Indiana Jones and Marion. And over at Galaxy's Edge, you can meet Chewbacca and Ray and Stormtroopers. So that is fun. Uh, in addition to those great couples and thruples and singles, <laughs> uh, there is some entertainment that goes on during these events. They have the Sweethearts, Sweethearts Night Royal Cavalcade, and that is where uh, some of the princes, uh, princesses, and friends make their way through Disneyland Park. Uh, and they gather uh, in front of It's a Small World where they have their royal ball. Uh, the royal ball itself is where you dance the night away with Disney princes and princesses. There's the Polynesian duo at the trip Tropical Hideaway. Uh, you can grab a Dole Whip and see Rosita the Talking Bird and hear live music in Adventureland. They have the Our Love is Out of This World dance party, and that's over at the Tomorrowland Terrace. Uh, Stitch and Angel will be dancing there throughout the night. Um, funny that they don't have a uh, meet and greet available. Yeah. Uh, throughout the night, there will be romantic projections on the Main Street US on Main Street USA and Sleeping Beauty Castle and the facade of It's a Small World. Okay. So that is fun. Uh, the Lou Ray Jazz Club is where you can swing dance or enjoy the sound of jazz music uh, in from as uh, gentle breezes come in from the river. Um, Marachi, Mariachi Divas Amor. This will be a roaming group that will go throughout the park sharing traditional Mexican love songs and mariachi music. Uh, and then there will be a piano player at the Golden Horseshoe uh, who will be playing Disney love songs. Uh, they will also have a bunch of photo ops and locations throughout the park so you uh, can check for those. Okay, very good. Disneyland Resort Magic Key Holders are going to be able to pick up a complimentary patch during the Disneyland After Dark events this year. That's right. The first patch announced is the Sweethearts Night patch, which features Mickey and Minnie in one of the teacups. Uh, and it looks like they're enjoying themselves, having a, a nice little night out. And uh, it does have the Magic Key logo printed on the left of the patch. This is available during After Hours events from 9 p.m. to 1 a.m., at Big Thunder Trail in Frontierland. You know, I like magnets. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about patches. Yeah, where am I putting this patch? I mean, if it were the 1970s, that would have gone on the knees of my tough skins <laughs> as I wore them out. Um, but I don't think that... Are patches back in now? I mean, I don't know. I mean, a, a, to me, a patch is as useful as a pin. Right. Because I'm not using either one of them. But I really like the magnets. Yeah. Magnets, at least you can stick it on your car, change it out, put it on your fridge. Right. A patch I'm not wearing. No. Sometimes refurbishments end early, and other times they don't. 
That's right. It has been announced that the Mark Twain Riverboat refurbishment has been extended an additional week. It was previously scheduled to reopen on Saturday, February 3rd, but that has been pushed back to February 10th, where it is scheduled to operate from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. in the Rivers of America. Now, this is a pretty long refurbishment for the Mark Twain uh, Riverboat. It's been uh, undergoing refurbishment since September of 2023. I feel like when they did Disney Worlds, too, it was closed forever. It seems like that, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, if you've never ridden the Mark Twain Riverboat, it takes you on a 14-minute trip around Tom Sawyer Island, passes waterfalls, cabins, a Native American village, contains animal animatronics, and you get to see the Disneyland Railroad. Uh, you can explore the four decks of the ship, which is 28 feet tall and 105 feet long. Very cool. The Tiana's Bayou Adventure ride has been added to the Walt Disney World and Disneyland websites, and part of that is showing us what the height requirement is going to be for that attraction. That's right. The height requirement for the ride is going to be 40 inches or taller to ride. Now, coincidentally, that's the same uh, height requirement as the old Splash Mountain, which Tiana's Bayou River Adventure, I'm sorry, Tiana's Bayou Adventure has taken over. Of course, the attraction will use the same ride system as its uh, predecessor, so it would make sense that the height requirement stayed the same. So no one is surprised? Uh, yes. Okay. Are we still talking about Disneyland? Amazingly, we are. The stories are just never-ending. Uh, the 2024 Lunar New Year celebration has begun at California Adventure, and with it returns Mulan's Lunar New Year procession. That's right. And you know what's so special about this? What? It's the Year of the Dragon, which means that Mushu gets a starring role in the parade. He's not just accompaniment because he's Chinese. Okay. Uh, but he does get a little bit of a starring role. So uh, congrats to him, and happy Lunar New Year. Very good. Well, we just found out sad news, and Cheryl thought that she might have been Year of the Dragon, but yeah. she missed it by like a day. Yeah, uh, 1976 is Year of the Dragon. I'm 1975. I am a rabbit. You you do look like a rabbit. You like carrots. I do love rabbits, so I'm okay with it. Do you have a favorite Disney rabbit? Um, Probably Judy Hopps. Not, not Thumper? Well, Thumper's pretty darn cute, too. There's a lot of good rabbits. But Judy Hopps carries a gun, so rabbits with guns are, are more better. She's spunky. She's got attitude. Okay. As part of the Lunar New Year celebration, Turning Red, Mei Lin, and Ming Li have a meet and greet. That's right. Their new meet and greet has opened, uh, and it is in the old stroller parking for the Little Mermaid Ariel's Undersea Adventure <laughs> nice. area. Wow. They go all out for them. <laughs> I was going to say, they must be so proud. That's right. It's right across from Embarcadero Guests. Uh, they do have an attendant in place to help guests queue up so they don't block the walkway. Um, but it's it's just kind of like, oh, there's a, a six-foot spot here we can put characters. So it looks like they've done that. Uh, now, Mei Ling is appearing in her human form. Uh, she is not appearing as a red panda. Do you know what the red panda is also known as? What? The Firefox. Ah. Uh, and that is why the Firefox web browser has the logo of ah, the red panda. Very cool. We have finally... Ended the news for Disneyland today. 15 minutes worth of Disneyland news. Who'd have thunk it? Uh, not me. No. Who'd, who'd have wanted it? <laughs> <laughs> Our listeners from Disneyland are very upset with you now. Uh, how many do we have? I feel like, you know, we need a poll if anyone ever, like, you know, contacted us. We have at least two listeners from Disneyland. And okay. I think six from Disney World. Or... <laughs> 
All right. So we're almost double digits in total. But <laughs> nice. uh, let's leave California and head on over to Florida and see what's going on at Walt Disney World. All right. The Pinocchio Village House restrooms rest in Fantasyland at the Magic Kingdom are now closed for refurbishment. Yeah, that's a good thing, too, because they origi- were originally scheduled for refurbishment in early 2023. Uh, and that never happened. So a year late, uh, but they are getting refurbed. Uh, it's a nice little restroom. It's a little bit out of the way. Uh, not that busy. Uh, it's right next to uh, the Pinocchio Village House restaurant and tucked next to one of the castle walls. I'm not sure I even know where. I don't know. Have I ever been in there? You know, I think we more often than not we go to the, the tangled ones. Either the tangled restrooms or the ones over um, by Gaston's. Yeah, I never use those either. Yeah. I, I like the uh, the tangled ones. I, I don't even really know where this is. Okay. Well, it's going to be so exciting when they're uh, unveiled and I can use a new bathroom. Um, there's nothing I enjoy more than a refurbished restroom. Right. Now, the original refurbishment, Disney actually released what they were going to do in the restroom. Don't look at me while you talk. <laughs> which, which they usually don't do as far as restroom refurbishments go. But this is a big refurbishment. The women's restroom is going to be expanded from 16 to 25 stalls. And the men's restroom is going to go from four stalls to nine. They will also install additional sinks and include more accessible stalls. Uh, on take two, you're you're much smoother. Yeah, yes, I am. <laughs> All right. What else do we have? There's a new annual pass holder magnet, and it features Hey Hey. That's right. This new Moana-inspired annual pass holder magnet was recently announced. The magnet will be available at Epcot, which is the home of the Journey of Water, inspired by Moana, later this month. Now, we got to see the Journey of Water, inspired by Moana, for the first time uh, when we were there last week. Yeah, it was nice. And it is a great area. Uh, it's There's a lot of interactivity with the water. Mm-hmm. And it does kind of get crowded because people stop and people want to play with the water. Um, but I... I'm, I had a hard time evaluating it. It was pretty busy in the parks when we were there, but okay. it was cold. It was. And overcast. Yes. So I don't feel like it was as crowded as it would be normally. So, like, I found the crowd level extremely manageable. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think, honestly, the, the crowd would probably be quadruple. Um, on a warm day. Yeah. Like, do you have to wait in line or can you just go on through? You can walk through. You don't have to do everything. No, but I mean, like, just to start, do they hold people back? They were not holding people back the day we were there. Right, but was it because it was right. low crowd? I don't know. I'm, I'm sure the attraction has some type of capacity. So it's that trade-off. I think that if it's nice out, you're going to have so many more people, but it's also going to be so much more enjoyable. Right. Because it's nice out. Right. Uh, I thought that the photo op that they have with Tafiti mm-hmm. uh, was very nice. Yep. Um, it's very lush. It's very green. It's very wet. You can yeah. also do the dry version. Drier version. And not not get wet. It was fun. They had a nice uh, unisex bathroom on the uh I don't know if I walk. would call it a nice unisex bathroom. Did, how was it? Because I didn't get to go because it was one single it, room. It was just one toilet. It wasn't themed and it seemed like an afterthought. So then how could you call it nice? Because it was nice inside. Oh, okay. I whatever. have some very nice okay. pictures. Okay, all right. It, it, it was nice. Uh-huh. I feel like this show is going downhill fast. <laughs> I think the 15 minutes of Disneyland just wore me out. It did. But I'm really excited about this next story. Um, we were talking about the annual pass holder. Um, and hey, hey, he seems to be this month being, he's the face of the annual pass. He is. Uh, they have an exclusive hey, hey, liege waffle that's coming to Epcot, which is amazing because those are two of my very favorite things. Yes. So explain to our listeners what a liege waffle is. 
Uh, it looks like a Belgian waffle, but it's um, a little more dense and it has sugar pearls throughout it. So even mm. with nothing on it, it's Very pretty sweet. It's pretty sweet. Right. Um, and I have to say, when we were just there a couple weeks ago, uh, I had the liege waffle. It comes with what strawberries, I think, mm-hmm. and whipped cream on top. Yes. Uh, it was amazing, and I think it was like seven dollars. And it was so much food. I really feel like it was probably the best value in all of Disney mm-hmm. that we had. And now they're making a special one with Hey Hey on it, so that's right. exciting. So as Cheryl mentioned, there is the Hey Hey Liege Waffle, which is exclusive for annual pass holders. This is going to be available at the Connections Cafe in Epcot beginning on January 29th. Uh, The waffle itself, here's how Disney describes it. Okay. Uh, The waffle itself is made with brioche dough, topped with pearl sugar and a chocolate garnish featuring uh, hey, hey. Uh, Like the magnet, uh, the liege waffle is going to be available from January 29th through February 23rd. You do have to show your annual pass in order to get it. Um, the standard liege waffle from the Connections Cafe is $4.19. Mm, that must so, be the one without the strawberries and stuff? Because maybe it was $4 with the strawberries. Then that was really a good deal. Right. So uh, there's also a drizzle. Uh, hey Hey's main colors are yellow, blue, and red. And there is some blue and red drizzle on this Hey Hey liege waffle. Yeah, it's cute. So it does look good. And we'll be able to test it because we'll be back there on February 9th. I think so. Yeah, if yeah. our plane ever makes it. Right. We've done some extended liege waffle research, and uh, the deal is even better than I thought. The one with strawberries and whipped cream was about five fifty from the Connections Cafe. And let's see, earlier in the year, sort of midway through 2023, they had one of the liege waffles that looks a lot like the Hey Hey one, and that was uh, like four twenty five. Right, that was celebrating Remy. Okay, that so was you had a Remy chocolate medallion and some Remy colors on there. Right, so some similar. But I have to tell you, get the one with the whipped cream and the uh, strawberries for five fifty. Great right. deal. Uh, the Liege waffle comes with Cheryl's money back guarantee. It if does. you don't enjoy it, she will reimburse the cost of your Liege waffle. But you have to bring me back the scraps. Yes. <laughs> All right. What else is going on in Epcot? They removed most of the scaffolding from the Hotel du Canada facade. That's right. The Hotel du Canada facade has been undergoing some refurb. Uh, Most of the scaffolding and scrim are completely gone from one side of the building. Uh, And uh, let's see, refurbishment began last summer. It has been repainted. They've redone some of the green metallic roofing, uh, which used to be a sandy color. So um, it's it's looking nice back there. I I popped in real quick. Did you? And uh, there's still a little bit of scaffolding on the other side of the building. But, uh, you know, a lot of people just kind of walk past Canada as they're Mm -hmm. headed towards England. Um, They've got a really nice uh, circle vision, you know, 360 degree movie back there starring Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara. I miss the Martin Short version, but it's okay. Eugene Levy kind of holds his own as well. Um, And La Cellier is back there, which is a a restaurant we have not eaten at in a number of years. No, it got too expensive Um, for us. But it does have a great reputation as a steakhouse. Mm -hmm. So uh, if you're, you know, if you get the time to stop by, make sure you go up the stairs. There's like uh, a garden and stuff back that way, right? A A waterfall. Yeah, there's two ways to get back to the the movie. Uh, You can go past La Cellier Cellier and walk uh, kind of, there's a little water uh, feature Mm -hmm. back there. Or if you go up the stairs, you go past the Hotel du Canada and then walk down towards okay. where the theater is. So right. it's a nice little area. All right. We'll have to check it out next time we're there. I did not take that walk with you. And do you know why you didn't walk with me? Why? Because I'm a rebel, a loner. I like to do things alone. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, okay. I was probably getting my steps in and you were, you were probably waiting for a drink somewhere. Probably that sounds yeah. about right. Yes. All right. Let's head on over to Hollywood Studios. All right. According to the Disney World operating calendar, Walt Disney Presents at Hollywood Studios is set to close for refurbishment starting in mid-February. Wow. Uh, you know, there's not a lot. I want to say there's not a lot in this attraction, but there is a tremendous amount of stuff in this attraction. Right. Uh, Walt... Walt uh, Walt Disney Presents is a walkthrough attraction, and it's essentially a history of the Walt Disney Company, uh, not only as it relates to animation, uh, but as it relates to the theme parks. Uh, there are some great uh, uh, maquettes, which are the the small animation models that are used. There's a representation of the uh, multiplane camera that Walt Disney's uh, studio invented. Uh, there's scale replicas of the parks, of the cruise ships. If you're into Disney history, this is kind of a place to go and, and get a lot of that uh, historical input. Right. Um, they usually do have a meet and greet in there uh, while things are going on. I can't remember who was there when we were there this past week, uh, but that happens uh, throughout most of the day. They also usually have a, a either a little film about Walt or a film preview of like the latest Disney release going on in the right. theater. And then in the lobby of the theater, there's usually costumes or props from a recent movie. When we were there last week, there was some stuff from Little Mermaid and Percy Jackson. Mm-hmm. I think uh, the time before there was stuff from like the Eternals. Right. Yeah. So uh, kind of some cool stuff back there. So, uh, you know, if you get the time walk through uh, on a nice hot day, it's air conditioned. It was also great because um, it was cold when we were mm-hmm. there and uh, we were waiting for something. And Isabel refused to leave. Uh, she just sat on the bench inside there because it was warm. Right. So, you know, we waited our time uh, till, I don't know, our next ride or whatever mm-hmm. it was. Yeah, that's a, you know, that's a, a I, I don't think it gets enough foot traffic um, in there. So another great area if you want to take some time is the Star Wars launch bay, which has kind of lost a lot of its luster since they opened Galaxy's Edge. Uh, but they still do have some characters in there. They're still mm. doing meet and greets. And if you're a Chase Visa card holder, there is an exclusive photo opportunity in there. When we were there last week, it was Darth Vader. It's usually Darth Vader. Okay. And that is free. So if you're, even if you're not on the photo, you know, if you don't have a memory maker, uh, you can get the picture. There is no charge for it. Um, you can, it goes into your My Disney Experience app. You download it for free. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a nice, yeah. a nice opportunity. They also have a free uh, photo opportunity over in the Imagination Pavilion in Epcot. So those two parks have uh, free photo opportunities. Nice. Yeah. And now let's head into entertainment news, where it has been announced that Jillian Anderson, who you may remember as uh, Scully from The X-Files, has joined the cast of Tron 3, also known as Tron Ares. We mentioned in our last show that filming began late last week. Uh, Her role has been undisclosed, but interesting to see that she has joined. Yeah, she looks good. I'm looking at some of the pictures of her. She looks fantastic. And in Disney Plus news, it has been announced that the Marvels will be coming to Disney's uh, streaming service on February 7th. That was released on theaters on November 10th, so we're still at about that 90-day platform. Of course, we talked about multiple times how the movie underperformed. Uh, So if you haven't had an opportunity to see it on the big screen, check it out when it comes to Disney Plus uh, on February 7th. I would watch that one again. Would you? Yeah, I enjoyed that. I did. Yeah, you know, it it kind of, it's not only a trailer, I'm sorry, it's not only a sequel uh, to the original Captain Marvel film, 
but there's also some follow-up from WandaVision uh, because Monica Rambeau, also known as Photon, is in there, and it's a follow-up to the Ms. Marvel Disney Plus series because those are the three main characters of the movie. Mm -hmm. And I thought as a, you know, as a story, it it showed three female heroes, which we don't get, you know, in, in the superhero world, most of the focus is on the male heroes. Right. Uh, so to see a movie that was led by uh, three female heroes was a, was a nice touch. Yeah, I enjoyed it. That's all the Disney news, and we don't have any news from Universal today, but we do have some news from SeaWorld. And this is such great news. It's so fun. Uh, SeaWorld Orlando is getting ready to celebrate the fifth birthday of Sesame Street Land with an event that will include chances to meet Mr. Snuffleupagus and other characters. Wow, that's exciting. Uh, the festivities will begin on Saturday, and they run through April 28th. There will be a new Sesame Street birthday parade. We'll get a story time with Big Bird. They'll have themed crafts. And for an additional fee, you can have the birthday breakfast bash and a scavenger hunt. Fun! Uh, there's going to be special character interactions. Uh, Snuffleupagus uh, kicks that off January 27th through February 4th. Murray who is a Muppet, I don't know. No, he must be uh, newer. Will be there February 10th and 11th, 17th and 18th. Baby Bear will be there February 24th, 25th, March 2nd and March 3rd. Honker and Dinger. I don't know any of these. Will be there March 9th and 10th, <laughs> 16th and 17th. Other characters like Elmo, Cookie, Abby, uh, and Abby Cadabby are also on hand throughout the event. Uh, SeaWorld will also have dance parties, plus a sing-along of Happy Birthday on the one two three Stoop after story time with Big, Wor Big Bird. Uh, the Birthday Bash will be held on Saturdays during the celebration. Uh, admission to SeaWorld is required for the Birthday Bash meal, which is served at 9 a.m. in the park's Seafire Grill. The menu includes glazed ham, bacon, turkey, sausage links, biscuits with gravy, scrambled eggs, French toast sticks, fruit yogurt, cereal, and more. Sesame Street friends will be in attendance because they love bacon. I mean, yeah. Who, who doesn't? doesn't? Uh, the price for that meal is $34.99 for adults and $20 for children. You do get one free photo for every adult, uh, for each adult ticket that you buy. So that's uh, that's fun. Awesome. Yeah. In, in addition to that... Uh, they're also marking Elmo's birthday celebration, which will have an Elmo story time and sing-along from January 29th through February 4th. Awesome. Yeah, and that takes place in Sesame Street Land, which debuted in 2019. If you've never been, it includes kid-friendly rides like the Sunny Day Carousel, Abby's Flower Tower, Super Grover's Boxcar Derby Roller Coaster, a Rubber Ducky Waterworks Splash Pad, and a Food Trucks, as well as Mr. Hooper's Store. Okay. Sesame Street Land is included with your regular SeaWorld admission. Oh, right. This was exhausting. We don't usually start our shows very early in the evening, so I'm usually really rushing them along because uh, I want to get to bed. But we started early tonight, and what happens apparently when we start early is we just linger. Yes. Of course, the Disneyland thing didn't help either. But anyway, hopefully people enjoy a 30-minute show because, uh, you know, it's rare. That's all the news for today. We'll be back on Friday, maybe with an entire half hour of Disneyland news. Maybe. And uh, until then, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Bye -bye.